The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Everything just always goes perfect this time of year, doesn't it, Sarah Bell? Uh, uh, do you want me to tell a mistruth, or do you want me to tell the truth? Make make it sound good. Well, you make plans, and sometimes your plans work. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't. And sometimes when they don't work, it's better than what you had planned. But that's not every time. Well, I can tell you every time that you have all of us over to your house, it's perfect for me. I just thoroughly enjoy it, and you make everybody feel at home. And uh, uh, part of that, of course, is that you go up into the Lakota area at least, what, four or five times a year? At least up until last year and this year, yeah. COVID, I, I COVID's really... I that stupid code. yeah. Yeah, COVID's got them. I mean, you know, I, I can understand exactly why they feel the way they feel because they're, I mean, you got... 15 to 30 people living in one house if one person got it that'd be a bunch of people yeah and uh so and and they have a lot of issues like heart problems and uh uh, diabetes 80 85 percent of the lakota people on that reservation have diabetes i wonder why why is that i don't know i mean it's probably i don't know i don't know that doesn't make sense to me uh they they stay pretty active don't they I, I know the ladies do they those ladies are yeah. hard workers yeah they are yeah but but the guys you know when you take away their lifestyle and how they were brought up to be for probably centuries uh it makes a big difference and, and a lot of people um they don't seem to recognize that for some reason and but how in the world do you change it? I mean, how do you make them warriors again and, and, and be able to hunt buff, buffalo and all those other things that yeah. that they could do better than anybody back in those days? Yeah, that, I don't know. Um, um, that may be why their um, rate of joining the armed services yeah, it's so high because maybe maybe that makes them feel like warriors. I would say you're right, and they have been good warriors. I mean, yeah, you think of what they did in World War II and and even beyond. Right, it, it, it's amazing. We had to depend on them for a lot of things back in that time. The last code talker passed away two years ago, I think, and we we had the opportunity for. I don't know, five or six years at a nursing facility. Well, actually, it was assisted living type facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the code talkers was there, and he would spend so much time with us and tell us things. And, and you know, Was he just, from that area or yes, from the Nevada area? That area. Yeah. 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 You know, for them to have to put up with so much and, and then become a major part of uh, um, being a warrior for, for the United States itself. And, and a lot of times they had to go through a lot of difficulties even doing that. Right. And, right. and that was amazing. In fact, uh, they put their life on the line. Uh, yeah. I, I just can't. Um, I wish there was something else that we could do. I do too. I, I would like to. Oh, yes. 
I would like for them to be recognized as the people they are. Yeah. And uh, the people we deal with are such sharing, caring people. Yeah. Even though they don't have a whole lot to share, they share. They share themselves. They share. Uh, you know, they'll give you the last of whatever they have if they feel like you need it. Yeah. And uh, they're very uh, proud people. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much for changing that. <laughs> um, the uh, and what we when we do things for them. And uh, uh, you guys, you always do it out of love and respect. It's still, it's, it's very hard for them to accept that, isn't it? Well, a lot, of, a lot of people go up there with the thought, well, I don't know exactly what kind of thought I want to say, but the people don't have much, mm -hmm. but they're happy. Yeah. And if you go in there and try to give them much, I think you're probably going to make them unhappy. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it. we go is not to try to change them, but to add a little bit of spice into their life. Mm -hmm. And that's um, uh, one thing they say about our group is that you all don't try to make us something we aren't. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, it's just, um, you know, we, we, there's been some very, very strong relationships built over the years. And, uh, and if, the, you, if you do something for them and give them something, they're going to give you something in return because it, it, it's, it's just not appropriate for them to accept something without giving something back. Pretty much right. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you think they uh, finally were able to accept you as somebody that was special in their lives? Because it kept going back. Oh. Um, and and I, like I said, my, my thing over the years is not to try to change, mm -hmm. but be a friend, be a, be a, an element of hope in their in their life yeah uh, and i don't mean hope for oh well there comes sarah bell maybe she's gonna give us this and give us that and give us this all i give them is love and and uh, and the group pretty much the same thing love is our is what we try to share more than anything and uh, when they look at you and say you know this is the only week we look forward to all year yeah. can can break your heart but um but at least they have a good week you respect them yes if you went in there without that feeling i don't think they would uh like for you to continue to come in well i think if i went in there with the attitude of i'm going to change you i'm going to make you like more like me yeah i would have been gone a long time ago uh, i wouldn't have been uh made feel like I was part of them. and uh, I wonder if they know how much you work here for them because probably not. what you and Gordon go through as far as fundraisers and, and getting people in to uh, um, kind of um, with a given spirit and, and you... you, you you fix food here for everybody. You you accept them in. It's a it's a very tough thing that you put up with, and you basically have uh, had a hard time with your health as far as your back and things like that. Uh, doing all of those chores that you have to do to be able to continue going up there like you have. I don't feel like it's important that they know. I do it because I love them. Yeah. And and we do a lot of things for people we love. Yeah. And give up a lot of things for people we love. But um, you know, it's it's just not it's not important that they know what we do down here to get yeah. ready for being up there. And and our people that go work 
a whole lot harder than I do physically. I do all the planning and the whatever and whatever and whatever, wherever you're going and what we're doing and all those places we go visit while we're there and the people we go visit while we're there. That's my part of the planning. Yeah. But the people that, like the adult ladies and the adult men and the youth leaders and the children's leaders, how much work do they have to do to get ready to share, have something every day that's uh, interesting and enjoyable for, uh, you know, we have 40, 45 men, 30, 35, 40 women, uh, teenagers 15 to 20, and this is on a good year, mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. But And then the kids, but lately the kids have been in school, so we don't get a whole lot of kids. But this year we just had about half the adults that we normally have, but the leaders said it was a really good year because they got to do more one-on-one and got to, to you know, find out more about the individual than, than the 40, 45 in a group. So that's kind of hard to get around to everybody and make them feel like they're, you know. But it's, you, have you ever had a, any of them complain about some of the individuals that would go up there? I'm sure if they were going to complain, they'd go to you to complain about it. They've complained about me. Well, I can understand that one. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when we first started going, um, we... We were invited to stay or to to use a campground, and uh, we we used that campground to serve our meal, our big meals for the community, mm-hmm. and used it for some of the classes that they have for the adults. Mm-hmm. And one night. We were there. It might have been the night we were having our meal. It started thundering, mm. and the guy that owned it looked at me and he said, "It's because all you white people are here." And he was not kidding. But he invited us, you know. And I still, I still, I visit him every time I I go up there. But um, there's there's people that still don't want us there. Well, we we white people just can't catch a break, can we? No, we can't. <laughs> But anyway, um, but uh, is that something that's been passed down from generation to generation? Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, I if I were them, I wouldn't trust me either. I mean, look what we've done to them. Look where we've put them. You know, yeah, yeah. You built houses for them. You put them in this little plot of land, and but you walk off and leave them. And you don't do anything else for them, and um, it's just it's it's sad. And so many of them want a place to work, and there's nowhere to work. Absolutely, unless you can teach school or be a nurse in a hospital or a doctor or something. You know, there's tribal government facilities, but I don't know if they get paid for doing their governmental business or not. I've never asked anybody. But that's not their way of life. No, it's not. Roaming, it, it, roaming is their way it, of it's, life. It's extremely hard to adjust to to the, the type of things that uh, they have been challenged to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, w- first of all, when you, when you take away their um, their pride, I, I guess more than anything. Because they were very, very proud. In fact, all the the, well, the tribes are. were, were, yes, were very yes. proud. Yeah, and, and uh, it seemed like that, that's what God has meant for them to do—to be that way. And then all of a sudden, we take it away from them. Yeah. And uh, but what else? What I've always thought about this: what else could we do with them, as far as the times when we go back into the 1800s in uh, mm-hmm. Say eighteen, upper eighteen hundreds and things like that. I don't think we've ever been able to adjust with them for them to adjust to us. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, that might be a question I need to ask somebody sometime. 
that would be what, good. What can we do? I mean, I I have people. I've had people in the past years that I could ask anything, mm-hmm. and they didn't feel like I was being nosy or stupid or whatever. Yeah. Because, you know, if I ask a stupid question, they'd just say, oh, that's stupid Sarah But they, Bell, they would know. respect you more than they would most that are that go well, in there. Well, uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, what better respect is it than they will are willing to you to go to Washington and speak for them and well, and things like that. And yeah. they they think that you understand them probably better than anybody else. Yeah. I was supposed to go back this month, but whatever it was, I don't, whatever it was was canceled. Yeah. So it didn't, didn't go. But no, that is such an honor to be asked to go. Yeah. And uh scares me to death to have to talk to somebody, but... Um, it's just it's just such an honor and I've got I can't say no. So when they ask me I've got to go. Years ago we had one of them on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to remember uh, the name. Mike Hermini Horses. Yes. Which I love those names. I, I mean I really do. Well, I, I can I can tell you how he got his name. All right. Um back his grandmother um, back during her younger days, mm-hmm. of course, she'd been gone for quite a while, but um, somebody up there in Washington decided that all the Indians had to have two names, not just one. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of the Indians took. Uh, I hate to keep working saying the word white, but took. Um, white people's names. They they would be and and my grandfather always said my grandmother was full blooded Cherokee, but she doesn't have an Indian name. My, I've got one too in my family. So there's no it way just, I can it look just, it up. It just said uh, uh, Indian lady, and that's all it would say. Well, this one has two names. Yeah. But there's no way to to look her up mm-hmm. because that was not her name. But anyway. Um, Mike's grandmother had many horses. Oh. And her, I can't remember what he said her name was, but they said her name and her many horses. So, but he, he, he's got a uh, European first name, Mike. Mike, yeah. 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 I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I have known a number of people in 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 my lifetime that i don't i don't ever remember any of them ever having a um a uh, tribal name right as a first name well they if if um they all have tribal names yeah but they wouldn't use those tribal names with me because i wouldn't understand what that name meant yeah um but it makes you curious, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I have a tribal name. Oh, really? Now, why did I say that? Because I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> Your name goes all the way back into Genesis in the Bible. I know that, but that's <laughs> a... no. They gave me a name. Gosh. I'd like to know what it is. Oh man. And then that's I'd like horrible. to know what it means. Helpful woman is what it means. Well, oh. Kiwi. Oh wow! So that's pretty nice. I, uh, yeah, that was. That makes you pretty proud, doesn't it? Yep. You know, people out there is gonna say, "Well, couldn't make her too proud. She forgot what it was." But I've. What's your name? I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I was the the president after. Um, let, let's see, what was his name? Um, Roosevelt. Why, why do I? Yeah. Why do I keep thinking of Rockefeller? I'm I'm thinking about money this morning. <laughs> hey, we'll move a little bit and then we'll come back. You just sold your place. You have been in the child care business for how long now? Since 1984. 1984. And things are changing so rapidly with that, aren't they? Yes. 
and and there's still people getting into it, but it's like a lot of other businesses. You can't find workers in anything no. anymore. Now, one thing that happened, which I was very very proud of, when when we told the the staff and parents that we would be closing end of the year, mm-hmm. um, somebody contacted. I don't know. If, if DHS did it or one of our parents did it or who did it, but one of the child care centers in town came in and said, we will take your whole staff. We will take all your children. Wow. And, you know, and, and uh, so we were very proud that somebody would come in and do that for our staff because, yeah. you know, I mean, it's a relief to be out of it because you can't find employees. You can find children. But you can't take them because you don't have enough employees to take more children. Yeah. So, but um, it's just it's it's a a page to turn and start a new chapter. Don't know what that'll be. We're getting too old to start new chapters. But hmm. uh, well, it's it's a business that you grow very fond of the children that come in there. Yes. And you're you're just like uh, your adopted parents while right. they're there. Well, we see them more than the parents do. Yeah, which is amazing when you yeah. think about it. Yeah. And that's something that's hard to uh, be, not be a part of your life anymore, isn't it? No, not now. I would think so. I mean... I know you. You've got a big heart, Sarah Bell. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been it's been... Wonderful to to um, watch the kids go mm-hmm. to beyond. Yeah. Um, to leave us, go on to school, go on to school, go on to school, do things. And some kids don't go on to school, but they still are highly successful in what they do. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we we were invited to a 50th wedding anniversary party. Um, Friday night, one parents of one of our kids. Well, actually, I had two of their kids in two different locations. But uh, you know, when you when you become a part of a family like that, which you know, if 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 you're doing your job, you become part of a lot of families. Yeah. And uh, uh, they're not just the kids aren't just whatever. They're they're human beings, and they need a lot. Well, you, you you not only take care of them while they're there, uh, but in their needs, but you're also part of the education process. That's almost uh, a have to now, isn't it? Yes, yes, because I mean, kindergarten is not kindergarten anymore. Kindergarten's first or second grade, hmm. and and they need to be ready to walk into that kindergarten classroom ready to read, ready to do some minor math and you know, it's not it's not like it used to be. You know when they go into public schools they see where they have been staying and that makes a, a, a big difference and a big plus in their lives, doesn't it? Because yes. Yes. there's some uh home care uh or child care places that uh, they they work at a very high level in the in in yes. education, how difficult is that? Because you've got kids from uh, all walks of lives yes. coming in there. Well, it happens the same thing to teachers when yeah. they get in public school. They've got different types of children in their classroom, and they have to deal with each one of them individually. And mm-hmm. some of them take more individual time than others, which means they're taking away their time for the other kids, which is sad that. But, you know, they eventually get those children who might be a little a little behind or a little bit more difficult. They get them into a situation that's better for them. Yeah. Now, the place that you uh, just sold, is that still going to be a child care or is it going to be in a developing stage? It will not be a child care center, and we don't know what they're going to develop it into. Doesn't that kind of affect your feelings about things no no well I, I told Gordon the day we signed we closed I said I thought a few years several years ago that this would be a sad day mm-hmm. but I'm 
I'm not sad. Things have changed. It's just like in the school system. You know, uh, teachers that have been teaching for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's not fun, fun for them anymore. Not in today's world. Is right, it? right. And it's kind of the same thing with us. It's, it's amazing how things can change so much in our country that are not positive things. I have never seen things uh, yeah. be accepted in today's world that would have never been accepted when you and I were uh, in early life and, and uh, um, being part of what's going on in the world. I never thought I would see the things happening, especially in education, yeah. because those poor teachers, uh, um, it's, it's, it's almost like they, they live in a concentration camp, you might say, <laughs> because of all the difficulties they have to go through. And, and those decisions are not made here. They're made in Washington and in uh, other places that affect our people. Right. And it, it's really a, um, right. a terrible situation that we're going through. And everybody will throw out, oh, well, it's COVID virus or it's this and that. No, it's the mindset of what's going on in our country, and I feel very uncomfortable with it, you might say, because I've got a lot of friends that are teachers, and they've been in education for many, many years, and some of the ones that I used to know, I had such great respect for and just absolutely loved them to death, and they would not be able to make it in today's world. You just used a word that doesn't happen anymore. What's that? respect yeah but um teachers now have to be more concerned about paperwork and doing blank 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 instead of putting their arms around kids and finding out about the kids yeah becoming personally involved with the children so they know what they can do um you know as well as I do, when you get one kid that gets out of hand and you can't discipline that kid, you can't touch that kid, what does it do? It, it, ruin, it ruins the whole atmosphere of the classroom. Right, right. And see, how in the world could they not know that? I don't know. Well, we're having people now that are committing crimes and law enforcement has to go out and do something with them. And then if the law enforcement officers... Um, uh, acts in a way that they should, then they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Uh, it, it makes no sense whatsoever, and we're allowing groups to just completely change the whole atmosphere of what's going on in our country. And right. uh, I don't know. I'm hopeful that that the pendulum will start swinging back like it normally would, but I I haven't seen anything swinging in that direction right now. Yeah. I, I, it may be on the verge of swinging back a little bit. You think so? Maybe. I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, I know one thing. When I taught school, and I need to I need to say good morning, Mr. Rakes. I hope you're feeling better. Oh, I didn't know he was uh, having some problems right I now. I probably shouldn't have said that on the radio. Uh, but he anyway. Wouldn't, he wouldn't matter. I, thought, I think the world of him, and I had some dealings with him back many, many years ago when we started the SRO. Yeah. And he was one of he was the actually the only one that didn't want it at the didn't time. Didn't want one. But we were st- we still stayed good friends. And I told him, when you're ready, we'll be ready for you. And it wasn't long, and he was ready. Well, so. guess who was the SRO in that school? Who? Bud Rakes. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, he 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 would open his uh, drawers and. I would see all the things that he had confiscated over the <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah. So uh, he wasn't going to let it get out of hand. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was he was a super, super principal. Yeah, yeah and, he was. And Smyrna High was his child, and he took care of it like his child, and his teachers better respect his child. Yeah. And uh, But he was, a, like I said, super super principal i've i've never talked to anybody over all these years did not that did not love him and uh respected him yeah. he, he he just uh um he didn't even have to demand it it was automatic with it him. was it was 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I used to say when I when we first opened the daycare, and I taught for two years after we opened just to make sure it was going to go. And uh, um, during that time, I said, you know, if if something happens down the road and it doesn't go, he is the only person that I would work for. Wow. Principal that I would work for. Because yeah. you knew, I mean, when he said that line is red, that line was red. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might have been purple, but to him it was red, and it better be red to all the rest of us. Yeah. But you could ask him a question today, and you could ask him a question next, the same question next week, and the answer would always be the same. He didn't change when he said something. He didn't change. He just, he was super, super administrator. Have you ever noticed that the people that have grown up in Smyrna uh, after all of these years uh, are very structured? And, of course, a lot of that would be, of course, because of Seward Air Force Base. And uh, it's always amazed me that that they would course uh, the long-time veterans would um, uh, be in a lot of uh, different areas during their entire career. But the larger group wanted to come back to Smyrna yeah. and live there. Yeah. And that's pretty darn special. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've always said one of the worst things that we ever did in this country was take away the draft because it did a lot for me, I can tell you that, because living down here in the South, you know, we were used to our ways. <laughs> and then uh, when you get uh, in barracks full of guys that are from all over the world and, and uh, all, all different ethnic groups, uh, you, you would think it would be hard for them to get along. But we didn't. I mean, at, at first when you go in, you might have some problems. But then you learn to know who they are, what they're about, where they came from, and uh, we we got along famously. Of course, we were all, you know, you're backing each other up, and right. it made a big difference. Yeah. So uh, I think that was part of uh, the Smyrna atmosphere, and some of my best friends uh, were lifelong residents of, of Smyrna, and of course... Uh, uh, the mayor of Smyrna, Mary Esther Reed, uh, her daddy and I were great friends, and we grew up playing baseball all the way back to when we we're ten years old. So, yeah. just just developing a relationship yeah. makes everything so much better. Well, she was in school when I taught, so. Well, a lot of her school was in Eagleville, as you remember. Mary Esther's? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that because she was in high school at Smyrna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going, uh, I was thinking, well, she's way too young, but she's not that young. Nope. Um, Let's get back to the reservation in in the Lakotas. Now, I know you'll be going up there again maybe in January. Maybe. All right. What are we looking at as far as continuing sending people up there in the Lakotas, doing things that uh, educational-wise and and maybe things for them, uh, developing relationships and things like that. Uh, You usually have a fundraiser. Right. uh, As far as, and, and I can't remember, I don't think we had a fundraiser last year, did we? I think we did. No, we did not last year. Yeah. But we did the year before, but we didn't get to go that year. So the money just carried over. Yeah. Wait a minute. I've got my ears almost up. We did not have one this year. We mm-hmm. had one last year because it was in February. Yeah. And that was before the big whatever. Yeah. And so we had that money left over. We didn't have to do one this year to uh, fund the trip. Yeah. Um. But, Let's take a quick break. Okay. You want to? That's All fine. right. We'll, we'll be right back with you with Sarah Bell. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, is The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. 
on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. My name is Mary Edith Martin McFarland, and I love Adam's Place for many reasons. And the most important thing to me is the people. It has a whole wealth of lovely, loving, caring people. The people that live here and the people that work here. And they're very gracious. And that's why Adam's Place is wonderful for me. I feel safe and I love Adam's Place. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Guys, it's important to prioritize your health. This is Scott, and I recommend getting an annual health assessment at Low T Center in Murfreesboro where they check all your levels, not just testosterone. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness, and they make it quick and easy to take care of your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. Low T Center offers the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments shipped directly to your home for only $155 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. At Low T Center, most health insurance is accepted. Schedule your appointment online right now at LowTCenter.com. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. A new rainfall record for 24-hour period is officially been set in Tennessee. The State Climate Extremes Committee and the National Weather Service confirmed yesterday that nearly 21 inches of rain fell on McEwen at the Tennessee Wastewater Treatment Plant on August 22nd. More than 17 inches were recorded at the Tennessee Valley Authority rain gauge in McEwen that same day, marking the second highest record. Before that, the record of nearly 14 inches was set on September 13, 1982, in Milan. It should be smooth sailing for Tennesseans taking to the road this holiday. The Department of Transportation is stopping all lane closures on interstates and state highways as high-volume traffic is expected statewide. There are some long-term closures that will remain, but all construction-related closures will be suspended over the holiday weekend. There are some construction zones with workers still on site, so drivers should use caution and obey the posted speed limits in those areas. Officials at Tennessee's largest airport say they're expecting two times the number of passengers during this year's Christmas travel period compared to the same time last year. That's about 25,000 to 30,000 people per day who are expected to travel through Nashville International Airport until the end of the year. Nationally, AAA says about 100 million people are expected to travel this weekend. That's about a third of the nation's population. Socialize with us on social media. Log on to Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio and click the like button or follow us on Twitter at WGNS Radio. And for news on demand 24 hours a day, WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. The Good Neighbor Network, on air and online at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's most trusted source for local news. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, right here on News Radio WGNS. Hi, this is Bob Cornell, pastor of Covenant Church right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. The answer that you've been looking for is found in Jesus and what he accomplished at the cross. You see, Jesus changes lives from the inside out. We would love for you to join us at Covenant Church located at 1124 Brinkley Ave right here in Murfreesboro. 
We have services Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. You can learn more about us at our Cornell Ministries YouTube channel. We want you to grow in Christ at Covenant Church. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Partial sunshine develops here this afternoon. We'll see high in the low 50s. West winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, alone near 28. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 38. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn, pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And we're back. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that story, we'll, we'll wait till it gets off the air. Uh, there's something amazing getting that's going to maybe change some things that you mentioned uh, just as we went off the air. And, and that's the education process of training uh, the people to, for jobs that are just going to be. Uh, I think things are building up right now for people needing plumbers, they're needing electricians, and all these other things. And you guys are, are going to be able, hopefully, to go up there and work with a lot of them if they will accept it. And, and knowing you, you, you would uh, you'd well, be able to work it out. Um, the housing group that I'm in is, has started Lakota Workforce Academy, mm-hmm. or is starting. They just have purchased the building to have this, to house this academy. And they will be taught electrical work, plumbing work, uh, building work, um, automotive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different. It's almost like vocational classes used to be yeah. here and or all around. Which I shouldn't. They shouldn't ever let that go. No, they should. But they're, it's coming back. Is yeah, my understanding. I'm glad it's coming back. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they they will get the training, and um, and I'm not real sure if they have to pay for the training. But there are some guidelines and stipulations that they have to follow to stay in the stay in the classes. But, um, you know, I mean, you're sitting in Manderson, South Dakota, and you need your water heater fixed. Yeah. Well, you have to get somebody from Rapid City, hour and a half away. Hmm. And you know they're going to charge you for that coming from up there to to Manderson. They're going to charge you before they even look at what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, so that would... that. To me, that would create things not getting done because they can't afford, you know, they might be able to afford to get it fixed, but to get the travel. Oh. So after they get through the training, will some of them set up their own business? Or, That's what or, we're hoping. That's what we are hoping. So that would them. be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they're also going to be able to go off the reservation and work like in Rapid City or Gordon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so you think the um, now would they be able to set up businesses on the reservation itself and and uh, let that be their headquarters and then have calls from sure. outside the reservation area? Sure, sure. That would be a th- that would be perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah, because that. Uh, they would have their pride in their work and all of those things that they're doing at the time. Right, right. And still be able to live close mm-hmm. to their, their fellow men. 
Right, their family. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, what, where did so. that first come up? I don't remember that. Uh, there's a, a group that came up from Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've forgotten their name. It's something Workforce Academy. But they came and contacted, uh, well, I think they first talked to the tribal leaders. leaders. Uh-huh. And then they, uh, I don't I don't know how Pinky got involved with him originally. Yeah. Unless she, that might have been when she was on the board, and she heard about it and then questioned. Yeah. Um, so they came in, and they also are equipped with grant writers who are very successful in getting grants for to start these programs mm-hmm. and give them, uh, get the money and you know because I th- I think. With the the building that they're they're trying, well, I, th- I I pretty much think they've probably already closed on it because we talked about it in our last board meeting to give her the uh, the right to sign the contract. Mm-hmm. And but anyway, um, they they also will provide trainers. And it's just it's I mean. It, uh, and they will be accredited with whatever is needed right, in that area. Right, right, right. Well, right. oh, that, that's going to be straight. And some of the things uh, might have to be taught by South Dakota residents mm-hmm. to be able to be, you know, you know, lawyer. Is it going to be set up kind of like a, a small university? Yeah. Where where yeah. Uh, yeah. they will apply. Yeah. And. Uh, Will, will there be uh, any type of um, um, specialty that that these individuals who will be going to, to class in schools that would fit their particular uh, gifts, you might say? Uh, and that's um, not everybody fits in no. to those particular no. categories. No. But... Uh, I know so many people around here that they've never gone to a university and things like that, but they become so successful as they train to do. And many of them, they have a gift that, um, um, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, they can do all of that work without any formal education whatsoever. You're right. You're right. So I'm tickled to death that y- that y'all are doing that. So uh, is, is, is building the, uh, um, the the school or the small school or whatever. How are you guys fitting in with the entire process? Let's say from the time that uh, um, the people from Texas come up and they set up all the rules and and how it's going to be structured and things like that. How are you guys going to be affiliated with that? Um, well, since I'm on the board, we've met with them, I don't know how many times in the last year, mm-hmm. um, getting a feel of, you know, when it first came up, I was very leery. I'm thinking, who wants to come in here and start something like this? Yeah. Not knowing what kind of success, well, what kind of participation rates you're going to have. Mm-hmm. And there may not be but two or three come into the program, but that's two or three more than they had to begin with. Yeah. And uh, it's one of know. those things, though. It spreads out as mm-hmm. it becomes known what actually right. is going to happen with them. Yeah. It may start with one, and next time it may be two, and then grow and grow and grow. But I'm I'm excited because they go through this training, and it has to make them feel good that they're able to do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, that people will depend on them to get plumbing done, or you know, and I and I'm not saying that there's not plumbers there. They are, but they have to come in from from uh, off the reservation. There's an electric company that we've used, plumbers that we've used, but they were off the reservation. Um, mm. But uh, so so will most of these be performing their service on the reservation or 
will it just be spread out beyond the reservation itself? They can do whatever they want. Yeah. If they want to go somewhere else, they can. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if it's like some of the professions where what you learn in South Dakota can't be used in North Dakota. Yeah. Different state, moving state to state, but I mean, they have. The, Will that change the mindset of the men on the reservation itself? Now wait and, a minute. We got women in the program too. All right. Okay. So we got women. <laughs> yeah. So women are usually easier to deal with. But no, um, oh, I know some hard-headed women. But anyway, you're not the, sitting across the table from me. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> right across the table. But uh, I would think that uh, it it might even change the reservation itself when you think about it, because. The pride is act, is is going to be there as far as what they do and and become uh, um, household I, leaders and things like that. I would think it would create a lot of pride in the people that finish the program and can yeah. start out on their own and you know just I I I think it's going to create a lot of pride too. I'm just totally excited about the whole thing. And like I started to say, when they first started coming in there or coming to meet with us, I was very leery about what are they wanting from the reservation? What, what, what's, what's in it for them? Yeah. But I think truly they are there to teach and to get people, you know. Well, what about the leadership inside the tribe itself? Uh, do you think they support that? Yes. Yes. So they can see the opportunities that await them there. Yes. Yes. Um, I think probably they were glad that somebody stepped up and took it under their wings, like mm -hmm. our board, because it might have created problems had it been totally tribal. Mm -hmm. I mean, the big tribal thing I don't know that that's just me speaking off the top of my head whatever but has anything like this happened with any of the other tribes across the country I have no idea I know they went somewhere I don't I don't remember to set up the program I don't know if they got it started or what I don't I don't know if it's going or not but they've and they have set up the program in Texas but it may not be a reservation Mm -hmm. may just be a community I mean you know I, 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 I was sitting there thinking if anybody had already done it my guess is the Navajos would have probably maybe been one of the first to have yeah. done that yeah, they're pretty they're pretty aggressive they are very much so yeah yeah but uh, when, when you talk about the the great tribes of the 1800s and stuff like that my thoughts always go up to to the Lakota uh, country because um, yeah they were pretty rough yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That, that was a bit different time and different place so yeah. we possibly uh, is is there any fundraising that needs to be done to help them um, since it's a something very new what, now pinky probably would kill me if she heard me say this group is getting grants i mean if there's something they need for training or whatever yeah they'll get a grant and um you know I, and i i don't want to say i don't want to do fundraising for that group yeah but i want to see what that group does without within itself yeah um that's something they they, they would like yeah. to be able to succeed and and, with. and maybe down the road when these kids graduate well i shouldn't say kids people graduate mm -hmm. i mean there's old right now they've already started working on houses and being kind of trained but not going into the classroom because yeah. they didn't have a classroom available yet but he Every time we have a board meeting, the kid that's in charge of these people that are coming in to do the train, they probably complete 30 different jobs on 30 different houses. Wow. And uh, 
you know, he's he's working hard, and he's just a kid himself. Mm-hmm. He's in his mid-20s, and um, no, he's not. He's not old enough to drive a semi. So ever, what is that, 24? I have no idea. I would thought it would be 21, but... I think it's older than that, but he's not old enough to drive a semi. Mm. But he's he takes these people out every day and says, okay, you all work on this house. And it's like... Um, replacing some of the vinyl around the windows and or even well gutters uh, I don't know what all he's doing I mean we get a list page and a half of things that they do and that's mm-hmm. exciting that people are going out and working on people's houses and yeah. uh, you know and you, you ask about uh, donation or whatever Now's probably not the time, but when they go out and get ready to start their business, that might be the time that you uh, make donations to help yeah. them get started. But, and, you know, and, and maybe even this uh, workforce agency would even help people get started in a new business. I'm not sure. I don't know how, you know, down the road if they do that or not. But it's it's just really exciting to to know I can pick up the phone and call Jim and say, hey, I've got a leaky faucet, come fix it. And there'll be mm-hmm. somebody there. And they'll be there in five minutes instead of an hour and a half. But and we've, I, can't, I shouldn't say that real loud, but um, over the years, probably, I don't know, 10 years maybe? Mm-hmm. There's been a guy that, that works for one of the companies that comes in. And I can call him and say, okay, I've got, you know, this needs to be fixed. And he'll come in and fix it. Mm-hmm. But he also works for somebody else, so I have to work on his schedule. Yeah. So when, after this training's done, you should be able to get to somebody pretty quick. But I'm, I'm totally excited about it. And I think it will help people feel better about themselves. This trip that you've taken as far as what you started years ago, uh, Brother Don, I think, was yes, one of the ones that started. Is that he right? started. Don yes. Edwards. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Southeast Baptist Church. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how many churches begin things that become... Um, just a, a kindly part of their heart and their spirit right. and become so successful. And and that's what I wanted to ask you. Did you ever have a clue where this direction was going to take you when no, you sir. first started going? No, sir. I didn't have a clue as where the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation was. I don't know that I even knew about the Battle of Little Bighorn or Oh, Wounded you've seen knee. enough cowboy shows to know that one. <laughs> you know, just to, just to be able to put my finger on the map. Now, Wounded Knee is, is very pop, uh, yes. very well known. Yes, and when we when, when we started going, they they had a I can't remember what year it was, but ninety two maybe it was an anniversary, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that was the hundredth anniversary, and that was a little touchy that year. We had to be real, real aware of what we were doing, what we were saying, and that kind of thing. Because there, there were a lot of people there that, that, that uh, and they were never ugly to us. But we just wanted to make sure we didn't say anything that would have anything to do with their celebration. It's like going over into another country, isn't it? Definitely. Pretty much. Yes. Yes. Well, it is another country. Yeah. It's definitely another country. They another have their way own, of life and everything. They have their own police force. They have, and uh, just, I mean, everything. It's theirs. And, um, you know, I, I remember one year back in the early days, um, we had Bible school at um, Manderson in the mornings mm-hmm. and Bible school in Wounded Knee in the afternoons. And we would go back to Pine Ridge to have lunch. So Judy Morgan and I would take off and leave 
uh, Manderson earlier than everybody else and rush back to Pine Ridge and get lunch ready for everybody. And one day I was trucking along. Everybody knows I don't drive slow. But um, I just rolled through a stop sign, and then I saw lights. I think they were still red at the time. Didn't police yeah. cars used to have red lights yes, instead of blue ones? Yes, it's been a long time ago. Yeah, but uh, he stopped me, and he said, Ma'am, do you realize you didn't stop at that stop sign? I said, well, yeah. I, yeah. He said, where are you going? And I told him, I said, well, I'm, I'm going back to Pine Ridge to fix lunch for our people that are in Manderson. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, well, where in Pine Ridge are you going? And I said, Lakota Baptist Church, Brother Heine is hosting us. And all I had to say was Brother Heine. And he <laughs> said, well, you, next time you get to a stop sign, you stop. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> so, but, you know, it was their police. Wasn't, didn't have yeah. anything to do with South Dakota. It was theirs. Yeah. And uh, but you know it is a different country. It is. I mean, it's their country, and we have to respect it like it's their country. How many trips did you have to take to till you felt comfortable going up there? I don't know that I felt uncomfortable because Brother Heine was a super host. Uh, when we moved out into the communities. Um, Don went to Wounded Knee, and I, I, our group went to uh, Manderson. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pinky's mom is the one that got us a place to stay in Manderson. So it was I was connected pretty strongly with somebody that put us somewhere. Yeah. So you pretty much knew that where we were, we were going to be okay. But um, it probably took... And see, Brother Heine required that we do a five-year commitment and uh, we didn't know why he would do that, but we found out that it was um, because of acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just went one year, it, you, you know, there was, you didn't feel any kind of res- uh, acceptance after one year. After five, it's pretty good, except we were not in the communities. We were staying in Pine Ridge and going out to the communities. And when we started staying in the communities, I think that's when our relationships with our community developed. So I would say probably seven or eight years before mm-hmm. you really, really felt. They look forward to you coming again after definitely, that. Definitely, definitely. Well, I think they look forward to us coming even in the beginning, but still in the back of their minds, uh, we don't know if we trust these people or not. We need to watch them. Yeah. But um, do they accept you uh, having Bible study with them? Yes. Yes. Do Do they ever relate to you the differences in how they felt before and what you're teaching them at the time? Well, I did have a long conversation with a, a um, religious leader on the reservation at mm-hmm. one point. And uh, I felt comfortable enough to say to him, I want you to tell me what you as a Native American believes about God. Yeah. And we spent two and a half hours talking about that. Wow. And the, a pastor was there with me and a, when we left the house, I said, I looked at him and I said, did that man say anything that you could not say in our pulpit at home? Yeah. He said, no. They, they have different names for things, yeah. for people and whatever. But the whole, you know. It you know, all runs together somewhere. Somewhere, it? yeah. Yeah, even though they, they've had uh, no education in how we uh, have been taught over the years, it still has that similarity, which yeah. is amazing. And most every year we take Bibles with us. Yeah. And they they want the Bibles. They want they want them. And we have some that come ask for, can I take a Bible to so and so? Yeah. And uh, of course, as long as we have them, we let them go. And it, I, 
I don't think they would take them if they didn't have some kind of relationship with that yeah. book they're going to open. Yeah. But uh, That's amazing. I, I don't think we've ever had anybody say, I don't want one. We've run out of time. Of course, it says wrap up the show. I don't know how long it's been standing there. But uh, <laughs> you're always uh, – I, I love having you on, Sarah Bell. You, you bring a spirit with you that a lot of times we don't find anywhere else. Well, I like kind of, I like being here as long as you behave. That is the most <laughs> difficult part of the show. Amen. <laughs> you heard Brian. I, mean, I heard I, Brian. I, 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 I am the target of many uh, bad things that go on around Well, there. you made yourself that way. You have a target on your back. I do have a target on my back, yeah. unfortunately. So we all have to try to hit the target. You do a good job. <laughs> all right, Brian, I guess we're through, big boy. All right. Morning, Brian. Good morning, Sarah. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.